Hello, beautiful humans. Welcome to another episode of Ground Control. I'm Star Lucente, and I'm here with the beautiful Jess Lee. And tonight, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the full moon energy and what it has brought up for us and how we are integrating and how we plan to integrate what we have learned. Um, I will say talking to several people um, that everyone has felt a little funky for the past week or even the past two weeks. And I'm going to attribute that to this full moon energy, um, the strangeness that we were talking about, um, the strange people, the strange energy, just like the strangeness. Um, and I don't really like that word, but it's very fitting. It's just strange energy. Um, and... Um, the uh the the primary um message for me without getting into everything is that this moon was about revealing. Ooh, that's a good Yeah, I just thought of that. <laughs> I'm like, what's the that's, word I want to use? Yeah, it was revealing. revealing. Um revealing for me to, to for myself revealing of others it was just kind mm-hmm. of like the lifting of the veil almost of some of that yes. some kind of veil so for you Jess um what did this energy bring up for you a shit storm yeah <clears throat> yeah it was really intense um a lot of different things so it was in libra which really means balance and I saw the severe imbalance in my life. And it's humorous because I talk about alignment, talk about your core values and all these things I talk about and really spend my day waking up in the morning and making sure I'm in alignment or at least really close to it if I know I'm off. And it was such a glaring contrast that I was experiencing I would start seeing things like the veil was gone the Mm -hmm. illusion I like your word revealing because I could see everything with such clarity Mm -hmm. I could see things in my personal life I could see things in my work life the people around me and being able to really see that contrast of it's out of integrity, which is a really big word for me. It's part, it's one of my core values. So watching people not be in that integrity, and then I could really take this positioning of observing what was being presented to me in this heightened energy. And Sedona, of course, everything is vibrating and magnetized by 20. Mm-hmm. And it was really intense. And I could just really see distortions actions, how storylines were playing out. And it offered me a beautiful choice to say, do you want to continue to partake in this? Have you outgrown it? Are you moving forward? And I think that was, for me, seeing that choice of, do I want to be in alignment with integrity? Or am I going to continue to be in this area where I'm involved in something that I feel is very uncomfortable and wrong, which I can remove myself with? Or how many times in life do we 
just go along with things because we're distorting ourselves because we think we have to. Um, and then the other thing is my self-care of seeing that extreme contrast of not taking care of myself in a physical way from exhaustion, long hours, um, all of that playing out and really kind of bringing everything back to a critical point in me of going, will I continue to distort myself and I'm at this crossroads. So for me, it was a, it's an ending. It brought up the doorway. I was just telling you about that threshold, that new, it's not even a door. It's a new entryway. It's wide open. And all I have to do is walk through it. And I have to make some severe choices in my life that is breaking those storylines and that behavioral patterns that I have been so unconsciously working out of for most of my life, right? The storyline of 10 years of I have to do this because it's safe and it's what I'm used to instead of going, wow, okay, no, you're really in a new place and you can go after and live in that state that you're creating for yourself that is very fulfilling and very much in alignment and that whole lesson of trust and everything that goes along with that. Um, yeah, it was like night and day. Mm -hmm. And then I had to really evaluate that and make choices. What am I going to do? What are my action steps of moving forward? And we can talk about that on the backside after what you share yours, if you'd like. But I need to turn this heat down. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, wow. And not sleeping. And that always mm -hmm. brings up a lot more, too. Um, raw, everyone's very um, on edge, anxious, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I have had a full moon before quite the offering that mm -hmm. this one did to me. Did too, my friend. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so everything that you said, integrity was a big one for me too, because um, it's always been a big one for me. Um, the, this moon, unlike any other moon, I feel like has um, really um, allowed me to look even deeper um, into myself and like you were saying, um, my core values and what I'm in alignment with and um, being presented with um, situations that I'm not in alignment with, um, that don't resonate with me, and making choices to either am I going to be open like I normally am and just um, go with the flow and, you know, um, no judgment and just see, see what happens, or am I going to stand up for my integrity and um, what I feel resonates with me. Um, and I think what one of the things that I realized, um, first of all, it's happening, it's at an accelerated rate. It's just like yeah. the year has been going. <laughs> I feel like this moon was like that too. It just kind of fit into the whole theme of like, 
everything being accelerated, accelerated healing and um, accelerated happenings. Um, but yeah, for me, like the main, um, my main, uh, I don't want to say lesson, but message was about putting myself first, loving myself more than the liking of someone else. I love, I love how you worded it that way the other day. And I just think, can you repeat that? Because it's so, it's such a powerful statement. Yeah, it's, um, thank you, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so like the, just putting yourself, the love for yourself before, whether it be the love or the like of someone else. So basically just the whole, the people pleasing thing. I mean, it, it stems from people pleasing. It stems from how you're raised. And, um, you know, even though I've been working away from that and I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be a people pleaser anymore. Um, you know, I, I am going to be selfish because it's, it is okay to be selfish because I'm not selfish about myself. I'm actually selfish about putting the little girl inside of me first. Mm. And I think it's really important when we talk about being self, you know, selfish and, and putting ourselves first, how it's like, oh, well, people are like, well, that's wrong. You're supposed to put others before you and all this. And it's no, because we're just a body, right? We're just this body and we're carrying this child. So I kind of look at it like that. And I'm like, no, this is like my little daughter inside of me. This is my inner child. I have to put her you know, I'm here to protect her. And I haven't throughout my whole life, obviously, you know, if you know anything about my story, but, um, you know, these past few years, that's what I've been focused on. And I feel like this was just such powerful energy to really just make me fall into that, to make me like, I don't want to say to make me remember it again and remember mm -hmm. it, um, in power, you know, like feel like, no, you know, I, I don't even feel bad about, doing it about putting myself first why should I feel bad like it, I don't really I, I shouldn't care what anyone else thinks about what resonates with me and what doesn't um, I don't judge them so if they judge me oh well you know it's just kind of like you know I'm not judging anyone for how they live and what resonates with them um, but it doesn't mean that I have to be a part of it and I realized that now, um, not that I realized it now, but it really sunk in, I should say, and, and certain situations revealed themselves to me um, at a rapid rate um, where, you know, normally it would take me some time to like see things. I just felt like this energy, you know, within like two days, I had all of these, I don't, I don't know, for lack of a better way, it was like just revelations. I just like, wow, like, like, this is what's going on. And, you know, this is what I need to do. And, you know, it goes back to what Jess talks about, about um, uh, core values and being in alignment with that. And um, I mean, that's like, that's really the, the base of, of, of everything um, when it comes to uh, loving ourselves. And um, yeah, I mean, that's what I'm going to be focusing on um, more so, I should say, um, at this time, after this, these messages and these happenings presented themselves to me and I'm so grateful for um, even being in uncomfortable situations because it has brought me um, this um, insight this really powerful insight about who I am and you know why I've been a certain way for for you know 
these last few years and, and people question me, um, you know, um, I've been celibate for almost six years and, and people question that, um, you know, is there a reason? Did somebody hurt you? You know, can you not get a date? You know, just silly stuff. And it's like, no, <laughs> um, you know, I've learned so much about myself and, um, uh, being alone, you know, being, um, not being with anyone and just focusing on my own healing and my own work and who I am and just focusing on remembering who I am um, that I would not have been able to do if I was in any kind of relationship, whether that was um, physical or not. Um, but, uh, you know, it's not for everyone, um, but I am, I this this energy has affirmed my um, values on that, um, being presented with, um, situations that made me question them. And I never questioned my values before. And that's what made me realize also, like, I need to follow what I'm, I need to align myself with what resonates with me and continue on that path and not doubt myself. Um, so yeah, this energy was just really revealing to me, um, as far as, um, what I just talked about, as well as empowering, it empowered me to say, to be, to feel, um, good, you know, I'm good. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't need to do things or, um, say things that are going to make people feel better, you know, um it's okay. It's okay. I can make myself feel better. You know, like I am first and, um, I'm not going to let anyone, um, trigger that doubt in me. Um, and I'm not going to trigger it within myself. There's, there should be no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, so yeah, this really helped me get over, I guess the last, um, the last remnants of that, part of my healing journey, I'll say, that judgment, that um, doubt, that um, uh, weakness as far as, um, you know, not standing in my in my strength. And um, yeah, I just feel really powerful. I mean, it was kind of like a crappy feeling. I know we were talking about it, but now I just feel powerful. I'm like, yeah, you know, this is me and um, I feel good. I, I saw some things and I got some messages and um, I feel good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing that we all have to remember and it's really easy for us to forget is that the power in putting our own oxygen mask on first. Right, right. You know, how many times that we especially if you have children and you have a partner, you're always thinking about how can I help them? How do I make them feel loved? How do I provide? And we lose sight that if we're not whole and functioning in ourselves and if we're not doing our work and our healing work, then um, everything else becomes distorted. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a powerful message for sure. And sometimes easier to do with grace than others. Yeah. <laughs> um, even with this, like, like the mass thing, right? So like not to get off of, of topic, but it's not really off of topic. It was just something else I realized, like not realized, but affirmed you know um like the whole for me like no I'm not wearing a mask I'm not wearing a mask since this whole garbage started um 
until I had to in my last job when I was in New York um, or else I couldn't work. Um, but <clears throat> the whole thing with this, it's like I see people on the street, right? And they're just walking outside with these masks on, which is absurd. So I'm watching them and as they cross other people, even when I'm on a trail, let's say, right? And as I cross people that are like, that either have their mask on or like, let's say they have their mask like under their chin, right? They're trying to get some oxygen. They're taking whatever chance they get, they can get it. And like they pass by me not wearing a mask or someone, even someone that else that's wearing their mask on their chin or someone else that's wearing a mask. The first thing they do is put their mask up as if, as they're passing by someone. And I see it on the sidewalks too. Like, like a couple will be talking with their mask down and like another couple will be walking on the same side of the sidewalk. And as they pass each other, they all literally pull up their mask in silence like robots, right? And they can't even look at each other. They pull up their mask and they walk. And one would, you know, think or I would think originally like, wow, like, like people are just really scared of other people, right? There's a lot of fear, which is still present. It's still accurate. Um, there's just a lot of fear. And it's like, you know, um, fear. <laughs> so... But beyond this, I've noticed, or at least affirmed, that it's not just fear, it's um, like a respect thing now. And I'm like, what the? You know, I kind of understand though now. So now it's like, because people have been programmed, like, wear your mask for other people, and other people will wear their mask for you, as if, you know, if the person's not wearing a mask, they don't care about you. So your mask is not doing anything for you, it's helping other people, you know, the whole whatever it is. So people are now doing this as like, like almost like when you used to pass people and like nod your head, like an acknowledgement. And now I see like the masks and it's just like, it's, um, it's comedy, but I know it's, um, for them, it's like, oh, I'm respecting your space. I'm going to pull up my mask for you. Right. So then I'm thinking like, I don't give a shit. Like I am not like maybe in the past I would have been like, oh, you know, or even I've, I've had a situation, you know, s somewhat recently with someone where it was like I had to choose whether my beliefs and my freedom and my, my, my birthright to breathe oxygen um, would be put before s the compassion of someone who is in fear, right? So that was a difficult choice. Um, but now, I'm, now it's more like, um, you know... Besides putting myself first, um, loving myself more than like liking someone, I've also said, you know, with this whole crap going on, like I'm putting my integrity, my freedom, my rights, my happiness, my health before the compassion of fear, right? Of your fear or your respect or what you think respect is. So that was like just, I don't know, I want to throw that in there because that was just something else I was thinking of. I know it's not, um, you know, it's something, it's, I don't want to say it's silly, but it was just something else that that just happened during this time, like the same, the day after this other um, affirm, affirmation came to me. And it was just like, yeah, like I'm not, I, I myself comes first in all aspects of everything. Like I'm not going to put anyone, whether it's because of, um, fear, respect, um, any, any of those, um, vibrations, I'm not putting anyone before 
myself. So yeah, I'm I'm also that's gonna be my other thing. <laughs> so well, I think it's just another another thing about choices, right? Right. Of you know, we all have to make these choices in our lives daily, and what we believe in and what we don't believe in, and. You know, sometimes it's really difficult to have that integrity of standing in yourself and not wanting to please everyone around you mm-hmm. and distorting ourselves. You know, I I have been in a position where I'm, in a sense, distorting myself every day. And, you know, you have to look at these things that keep coming up around you and then you get brought to a choice. Okay, how long am I willing to do this for? Mm-hmm. What am I willing to do this for? You know, to keep a job, to make money, to make sure people around me feel safe. I mean, there's so many different things that go along with it. But, you know, ultimately, I think it's a great example of the choice to go in to ourselves to understand who we are and what our truth is and what are we willing to really put out first. Mm -hmm. You know, what, like, even just the choice of, you know, being in a mask all day long for me has compromised my health. And I have known it and I feel it. And it's like, those are those, again, opportunities for us to make choices to go, is my health more important than this? Or, you know, is this information more important than, you know, what I'm willing to do? And I just think that's, that's so important to be able to observe our lives and observe our actions and see how we're looking at things and reacting and what goes back to, us understanding ourselves mm-hmm. when we can fully understand and fully love and fully be able to take care of that child inside of us that older crone inside of us all of these components of all of our experiences at every age we have been and will be we have to look out for all those aspects of ourselves and the only way we do that is really kind of coming back into what is my truth what am i willing to do and staying true to that um we live in really wild times right now and everything I feel is being heated up even more and you know there's so much division and one of the reasons why I really wanted to come into being you know really coaching and talking about integration and the work that I do is because I think it's so important that we really come back into knowing who the hell we are so mm-hmm. we can make these informed choices that it's not following someone else. It's not going, well, this person said this, so it must be true. You know, and I'm just finishing up my studies on um, neuroplasty and really learning how to re- reform new habits in your brain and mm-hmm. how our subconscious brain really dictates a lot of the experiences we have. And if we were told things as a child, fly under the radar, or you're unlovable, or you need to please people, whatever our experiences have been as a child is going to dictate how we react in our life, who we're going to follow, what story are we really not going to know the full truth about it, but it sounds good, or, you know, everything around me is so fearful that we shrink ourselves because for some reason it one point fear becomes more comfortable than stepping out in truth and that unknown and i think it's that's what we talk about embodiment that's why we're talking about the things that we do is because you need to find your own truth it's so important to come into yourself and really become that conscious being that you are so you can get tapped into what your leading is not everybody's leading but what's right for you right
Yeah, absolutely. Um, we're lied to from the moment that we're born. Um, everything is a lie, right? We're programmed from ages one to seven by our parents, um, crucial, crucial years. So anything going on in childhood, we know um, from our experiences. Um, you know, you're programmed into, um, you know, people pleasing and um, not being worthy and um, never being good enough. And like you said, flying under the radar, same thing. What my mother say? Children should be seen and not heard, mm -hmm. you know, um, and you develop these beliefs, um, these habits, and um, you become who you are programmed to be. And then, um, you know, it's up to us to wake up um start to remember who we are and do that work you know you can't just wake up and be like oh you know i'm awake now and i've been programmed so i know i've been programmed so now i'm good <laughs> i want to say resolve it because you know we, we talk about these stories from when we learn as a child you know bless our parents they're just surviving their own stories they're surviving their own things that they were taught from generations of density and and limited thinking from you know everything around them society government personal beliefs family beliefs family addictions distortions all of that you know and um you're just saying that and resolve really stands out to me that that's that that's the point right now yeah, for to all do of us work, we need to do the work however that may look like whatever tools we need to use whatever modalities we need to use we may not use need to use anything and just go within ourselves and meditate um, but yeah, we need to, um, identify the programming and then we need to do something about it. We can't just identify it or at least know about it. We have to, like you said, resolve that, um, resolve those, um, wounds and, um, deprogram, you know, wipe, wipe away that programming and, um, not to allow for new programming. We don't want any programming. We don't want to be programmed. We just want to flow. We want to be water. We want to live um, and experience everything that we came here to experience. And um, we're able to do that once we do the work. Um, and like you always say, like embodiment. And, um, um, you know, we have to ground ourselves and um, come into ourselves and remember who we are mm -hmm. to... Um, to start to do that work for ourselves. So I'm, I kind of want to go off on another little trail of, you know, one of the things that I'm going to start doing after all the awareness and all the stuff that came up to me, seeing clearly how I've been in this distortion and what am I going to do about that? Like, what do we do once we realize we see a pattern crystal clear in front of us? You know, it's it's that whole you know, fake it till you make it, or do you just kind of like just become aware of it and think it's going to resolve itself? I mean, there's a limb, there's a point in which we can start really sabotaging ourselves or procrastinating or just kind of go, well, this is who I am and I'm not going to do anything. So let's maybe we could, you know, jointly give some practical tips on how we're going to integrate these things into our life. So like for me, you know, going really back into that embodiment of of really getting the sleep of creating more of a structure of like the example for me is I I work at um, a wellness center and 
I put in a lot of hours and it is very much physically and mentally very stimulating. It's fast paced. It's a lot of multitasking. There's a lot of energy exchanges. Um, you know, you kind of always on the go with appointments and I've realized I'm so depleted from just even a mineral standpoint and an energy standpoint. Um, I, I come home, I'm exhausted. So that is a huge distortion for me because just six months ago, you know, one of my goals and what's important to me is having a mindful day. And a mindful day for me is waking up, doing stretches, getting back into my body, going for a hike, making sure I'm totally hydrated, making sure I'm eating life, you know, healthy foods where I can get enough minerals and vitamins. And I haven't really been doing any of that. You know, I'm, you know, starting out, we'll grab something after we eat and we eat well, but we're still like, I'm not making food at home. I'm not taking it to the level in which I know my body is craving. Um, being able to rest. I have had to readjust my schedule now where I have cut back a lot on my hours just to be able to kind of go back and go, okay, this is the most important thing. You know, there's a lot that goes along with that. You know, there's that storyline when you start thinking, wow, my income's going to go down. And there's that point in which you then adjust and go, okay, everything that I need is already here. And the more that I take care of myself, the more that I get into alignment with myself, the more actually things are going to show up in a more expansive way because I'm honoring my journey in expanding, right? When we live in fear, we're actually contracting ourselves and then we start focusing on the things that aren't going right or we start nitpicking and then what happens is we get into a lower negative vibration and then those experiences start coming to ourselves. So the minute we start going, wait, I'm most important, I again, I'm going to put that oxygen mask on, everything is going to line up the way it is because I'm coming back into my value system and what's important. So for me, it's getting more rest. For me, it's being able to go out and move my body in more ways, whether it's a trampoline, it's a hike, or it's just morning stretches. Um, it's being able to go and, you know, drink my juice in the morning instead of grabbing three cups of coffee. It's being able to go, okay, I can have one cup and then I'm going to, you know, drink lots of water. I'm going to wake up first and have lemon water. Then I'll have my cup of coffee and then I'll have celery juice or whatever it is and making sure I'm hydrated in the day and making sure I'm getting the plenty of electrolytes. So like there's that physical element and then there's that nutritional element and then it's going back to really writing like i'm gonna start making some sheets that i'll i can post up for um free downloads on the page but really how do we start making a plan a life plan and all these different areas in our life how do we want to feel in our work life how do we want to feel in our personal life what do we want to feel like in our bodies and in our um, relationships with our children, with our partners, with our friends. And you can break down this large circle that is basically becoming our experience here. And then you can start writing on each of these different experiences and honing down how do you really want to feel in your life? How do you really want to feel in what you're doing every single day? Like for me, it was feeling heavy and anxious and I spend nine and a half hours at a, a 
place that it just is too much. It's just constantly depleting me. So then when something is depleting you, you have to make those decisions. And the only way you really know how to make those decisions and how to make a plan is to be able to write it out and say, this is how I want to feel. This is where I'm seeing that I'm distorting myself or I'm too overworked or I'm too um, stretched in these areas. So those are the things that I'm going to start really focus on, um, you know, making those adjustments. And I'm going to hold true to how they feel rather than going, well, if I do this, I'm not going to have enough or this is going to be an inconvenience. I'm not going to look at any of those things. I'm just going to really kind of feel my way through them and feel into that um, this is what is an alignment for me for a healthier version of myself. Mm-hmm. Well, that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to share on all your um, tidbits? I, no, I would just say that, um, you know, we did a um, an episode on vibrational living and uh, we talked about raising your vibration and this is all going back to that um so by raising your vibration um you can make these um making these changes will raise your vibration and that's everything that you're consuming right so that's your it's your lifestyle it's your diet it's um what you're watching what you're listening to it's getting out into nature it's um you know grounding yourself and um allowing yourself to raise your vibration so that you can um then start to realize how important you are as a person. Um, and I feel like that is um, when I started to love myself as when I started to raise my vibration. You, It's really hard to love yourself and therefore love anyone when you're in a low vibration. So if you have things you're not in alignment with, like we discussed, you're in a lower vibration. Um, you're not in alignment. You're not. Um, you're not happy, right? Um, you're in some kind of. Um, you're either in some kind of vibration of anger or um, fear of. You know, you can't change your environment because you're fearful of what's going to happen if you do change the environment. Um, but you can't make changes when you're in a lower vibration. It's really hard to do any work. Um, on yourself and with you know inner work when you're in low vibrational states um, so yeah we want to go back to raising your vibration which will allow you to um, connect to the importance of yourself before everyone and the importance of your health um, whether that be your mental health your physical health your emotional health um, you know like Jess was saying um, we want to start with identifying what your values are, um, being in alignment with them. What are you not in alignment with? Well, then it's time to change that. Um, change your lifestyle, change your diet, eat life, don't eat death. Um, eat clean, um, you know, um, ground yourself, um, get out for hikes, you know, meditate, meditate every day. I meditate every day. I know Jess does as well. Um, you know, I'm practicing yoga and meditating every day and I work out a little bit now too, but yeah, I'm going to start getting into hiking as well. I want to get, um, you know, I was a former athlete. I, I started to get down on myself, you know, after injuries and surgeries and I stopped training and now 
I don't, you know, I started to, my vibration started to go down. And I'm like, you know, that's another thing I realized too. Like, yeah, like I, maybe I'll start training jujitsu again. I don't know. But um, we want to do things that raise our vibration, that keep us healthy on all states um, and do the easy stuff first. So sometimes, you know, the physical stuff is, is, is easier for people, right? It's, it's easier for somebody to say, you know what, today I'm going to, I'm going to practice some yoga. Today, I'm going to go to the gym. Today, I'm going to go for a hike, right? Just start with the simple things. And um, I realized after just doing like a few things or, you know, just being on a clean diet or um, you start to feel so good. You start to feel good. Um, and even if it's just right after and then you're like, wait, that felt really good. It's almost like a natural high, right? Well, that's what it's supposed to be. It's a higher vibration. So it's a natural high. And it's like, all right, well, it felt great to drink juice for three days. You know, I'm gonna just going to keep drinking juice. You know, it feels, I feel great. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm healing my digestive system or, you know, anything. It felt great to go for that hike. You know what? I'm going to go for at least a hike, one hike every week, at least. And then you'll see that'll grow into more, um, you know, get out into nature, do these things and start to raise your vibration, start to know yourself, start to meditate. I tell people all the time how, how, meditation just it has helped so many people just regular people you don't have to be a guru you don't have to be a yogi you don't have to be some master you know meditator you just meditate you can do it for five minutes a day you just close your eyes you don't even have to you know stare at a flame or just be in silence with yourself and close your eyes um you know um it's 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 the effects that meditation have i mean it's not it's not just like we're saying it, it's, it's scientific, it's stuff that you can look up. Um, there are plenty of studies that have been done on people that meditate versus people that don't. Um, and um, that also helps rewire your brain. Um, that sets new patterns in your brain. Um, and you can do that also just by doing certain things like getting out into nature or um, you know, eating clean, you're, you're going to start to get yourself into these habits. Um, what is it? Is it 21 days? What's the, what's the time frame that they say? Like you do something for, for 20, habit, 21 days, 21 days yeah. for a habit. Yeah. So like you do something for 21 days, you meditate for 21 days, you eat clean for 21 days, start from there. Mm-hmm. And it, it rewires your brain. Like how amazing is that? Right. It's like amazing what our bodies are capable <sighs> of doing. There are so many ways you can reprogram yeah. your brain. Um, it really is amazing. You can even, you can even rewrite your memories. Mm-hmm. And if you have painful emotional memories, you can actually go in and visualize and rewrite them, and free up a lot of that lower vibration just in that. Can you explain that a little bit? Like going, <laughs> yeah, like telling, like just a tip on how to go in and what what maybe you do or what you recommend doing as far as um going in and rewriting those memories okay so there's a few different ways and i'll just kind of do a top-end summary because it's a pretty it's a big topic yeah it's a very big topic so um and i'll give you an example so a year ago i went to this place that i wanted to go see and i put up the video on my facebook and it had a little bit of a negative pull to me um it the day didn't go as i wanted it to be and it ended out a little stressful and um I went back up just this last week and I rewalked the area and then just really took note of what was showing up in my life in that moment instead of going back to a year ago and having that 
oh, it's gonna happen, it's gonna be the same way. Really going in, observing to have a new experience. Whenever you go into something visually, and you can put new sights and like there was those cows. I sent you a picture of the cows. Mm -hmm. um, the That's a new memory for me. I don't even really recall all the ins and outs of the old memory because now it's been, um, what it, what's the word? It's not like erased, but it's been taped over with, yeah, sort of, with not these new experiences. It was an absolutely beautiful day. It was a fantastic drive up. It was raining. You know, those cows were beautiful. They mm -hmm. were blocking the road, and I just sat and watched them. I collected rocks. It was a beautiful day. So that, that's like a high end that you can reprogram. Um, there's past life programming. If you know of a past life trauma, you can actually go into that space, and you can rewrite a new story. So even if you don't know the specifics of what happened, you know what you want to feel in the outcome, you basically rewrite your own story. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been proven, and this is based by, you know, backed up by um, scientific studies as well, that your brain really doesn't know. That's why trauma is so amazing when you get triggered, right? Your brain doesn't know, oh, no, I'm sorry, this person triggered me. I had this bad memory with this person 25 years ago. It's the feeling that you were feeling in that moment in which that trigger starts. So then modern day today, if I had that same hit on that feeling, I'm getting triggered. My brain doesn't put a face to the trigger. It just knows that feeling. So what you have to do is you have to write a new feeling, a new visualization along with the feeling that is joyful and pleasant and peaceful, whatever you wanna re-experience, your brain won't know the difference. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's studies that show people that actually can exercise in their mind and they are building strength in their body without even lifting a weight. Your brain is so powerful that it's capable of overriding just about anything, um, but it's attached to feelings. Mm -hmm. It's attached to, you know, what we want to create as far as a pain body and then being able to release those. So it's amazing work that can be done. Mm. I think that was a good example. Um, I think we should maybe end it on that note. I think that was a... Yeah. So yeah um, and I'll be posting up more information on that yeah, as I kind of yeah. like really settle into that. I'm just finishing my certification program and I would like to be able to offer that work as well of just going in and helping people revisualize better memories um, for themselves. So um, I'll talk about that more in the next couple of months along with the you know the integration and all the things we already talked about so um, yeah and we'll we'll post this up um it'll be on jess's page finding my spirit song um and it'll be on my page just star lucente and you can find me or send us each a message or write or comment below if you want to uh, if you have any questions you want to hear anything yeah um go to the uh, website finding my spirit and um, you can shoot us off messages, however. I mean, you can contact us if you have questions. We love questions. Yeah, I love um, questions. Shoot me yeah. a direct message. I got yeah. I gotten a bunch of those. Star Lucente, find me on Facebook. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we're happy to answer any questions that you might have. Um, and um, thank you for listening to another episode. And um, yeah, peace and much love, guys. Yeah, thanks. <laughs>